You are now locked in to the Sounds Like Fun podcast. It don't matter underground or the mainstream. We taking over everything American dreams. Make a move, long nights to the light beams. What's going on, world? Welcome to another episode of the Sounds Like Fun Podcast. I'm your host, Serial Sensei. As always, you can listen to the Sounds Like Fun Podcast on the YouTube channel, uh, which is just YouTube Sounds Like Fun Podcast, and you will find it. Or if you want to listen to it on my main hub, which is my SoundCloud page, um, you can go to soundcloud.com backslash Serial Sensei, and there you will find the Dojo Talk Podcast where I talk about combat sports, mixed martial arts, all that good stuff. But that is the center hub for everything I do, and that is distributed through all streaming platforms. So SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, on all of those good places. So if you want to hear me either talk about music, talk about combat sports, uh, or any other thing I decide to ramble on, um, it'll all be under that main hub page. As always, relevant links will be in the description below, so you can listen uh, to this podcast and all of the other little side ventures that I I have going on. So that's it for my intro spiel. Not going to waste too much time because got to get to this list, man. We're here at the end of the year. I've been dreading making this list. Um, <laughs> took took some brain power to, to really pull this list together. Um, I think last year when I did this, list i think i waited until pretty late in the month like i think i did it around like december probably between like the 25th and like the 30th but i'm not waiting until the end of the month this year i'm I'm recording this on december 23rd you might you guys might actually hear this same day i might just drop this today um but yeah so i i I took 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 a couple hours (laughs) really sat down and uh got this got this list together and like i said i'm I'm not if anybody else decides to drop a surprise album between now and the 30th or 31st i forgot how many months this this how many days this month has but yeah you're not making a list buddy yeah we'll we'll see you next year or maybe i'll review your album but yeah you're not hitting this list man it it was it, it was definitely a hard enough time trying to pull this list together um so much music came out this year like a ridiculous amount of music came out this year and a lot of quality albums too which is awesome like there were so many good albums um across all genres that really came out this year um so it it was really tough to narrow this down to my favorite 20 but you know i took an hour or two out my day sat down got my list together and then i had to order it and then I had to sob at all of the the honorable mentions who got left off because <laughs> it was so many albums that I wanted to make the list, but you know I, I wanted I wanted to stick this to a, a favorite twenty and not like a thirty or forty. So you know some people just some people didn't make the cut, man. But it is what it is. Um, that's before I get started. As always, I've been doing these favorite lists. Well, on on SoundCloud, I haven't been doing them for that long. I think this is only my second year, um, but I used to blog uh, my favorite 20 list. I've been doing this for a good four years, maybe five. I don't know. I might be lying. It might not be five. Maybe, maybe four. I, I would say about three to four. 
Um, and out of all the lists I've done, this is definitely probably, no, it's definitely the hardest. Definitely the hardest top 20 list in recent memory that I can think of. Because like I said, there were just so many good projects that came out this year. And everybody was fighting and clamoring for a spot. So, But I had to, had to narrow it down to my favorite 20. Um, for my criteria, I say this every time I do these lists. Um, this isn't a best of, this isn't the best 20 albums. These are my personal favorite 20 albums that I listened to this year. So if your list is different, that's fine. Um, we, you don't have to agree with my list. This is my personal taste from what I played in my headphones and in my car and wherever else I listen to music. Um, you know, these are the albums that I had in my rotation. So our list may differ and that's cool, but just understand it's my list. It's not changing for you. I don't care if you get angry. Um, <laughs> um, and it, like I said, as far as my criteria, it's mainly, to be honest, it's like 90% based on replay value. Like just what did I just listen to the most? Like what was most enjoyable for me to go back and listen to over and over? And that rest of the 10% uh, is kind of mixed in, you know, you know, obviously like content, lyrics, production, concepts ideas execution all that good stuff but most of this is just based on like i said it's strictly personal taste just what did i really enjoy listening to um repeatedly and just what did i find myself going back to more often than not so without further ado um we will get this list started but before i hop in the top 20 um because there were so many albums that came out this year, I, I would feel really bad if I didn't do an honorable mention. And I normally do do these, um, but normally I only do three honorable mentions. Um, this year I have six. To be honest, I probably could have way more than six. <laughs> and I might end up doing more than six if, if I think of something real quick. But um, six albums that did not make my favorite 20, but they were like just teetering. They, they were right there, but I couldn't. I couldn't I couldn't put them in man I couldn't put them in but I say that to say all of these albums are dope um you should definitely give them all a listen and some of these may be in some of you guys's uh you know top 20 or best of lists or or, or whatever so but uh honorable mentions of albums that did not make my favorite 20 uh albums of the year list but nonetheless you should give them a listen uh Sylvan Lacue's Apologies in Advance uh, Kamasi Washington's Heaven and Earth, uh, Elza and Crisis, uh, Jericho Jackson, Sky Zoo and Celebration of Us, Leon Bridges with Good Thing, uh, Denzel Curry with Taboo, and as a bonus, even though I didn't write this down, um, throw in uh, Evidence with uh, Whether or Not, and I'll throw in uh, Novelist with um, Cerebral Apex. So, I can't count. That eight. <laughs> either way th those are my honorable mentions they did not make my favorite 20 um i i wanted to put them in there but you know it cuts cuts had to be made <laughs> it, it is what it is but no nah, those are all really dope albums all worthy of being on a favorite 20 but like i said it was just it was so many good albums that just came out this year it was really really hard to it, it was really hard to to get this 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 twenty in order, so they just they barely missed the cut. But with that said, honorable mentions out the way. These are my favorite twenty albums of two thousand and eighteen. So coming in at number twenty, 
The Jid, DiCaprio 2, number 19, The Off Days, Couple Skate, uh, number 18, we got Freddie Gibbs, Currency, and Alchemist, uh, album entitled Fetty, number 17, Marcus D with Retro 2, number 16, No Name with Room 25, number 15, Flatbush Zombies with Vacation in Hell, number 14, LaRange and Solemn Brigham with Marlowe, number 13, Sir November, number 12, Fly Anakin and Oblive with Backyard Boogie, number 11, Hermit and the Recluse, which is Kai and Animos, uh, Orpheus versus the Sirens, number 10, top 10 favorite projects of 2018, coming in at number 10, Black Thought with Streams of Thought Volume 2, number 9, Mick Jenkins, Pieces of a Man, number 8, Kanye West and Kid Cudi, Kids See Ghosts, number 7, Kalichi, Woke Up to Winter, number 6, Fonte with No News is Good News, number 5, Black Milk with Fever, number 4, Pusha T with Daytona, number 3, Saba, Care for Me, number 2, Royce the Five Nine with Book of Ryan, and my favorite album of 2018 was Lupe Fiasco, Drogas Wave. So those are my favorite 20 albums of the year uh, of 2018. So I'll just go back uh, and I'll just, you know, give, give my thoughts on a few of these uh, projects. Um, I got to give a couple shout outs to albums that either I did not expect to make my top 20 or just like new artists who I've, because some of these artists on this list are people who I'm uh, just discovering uh, as of recent. So I will give a big shout out to my number seven album, um, Kalichi Woke Up to Winter. Uh, actually, I believe I did review this album. Um, this was before I created the Sounds Like Fun podcast. But if you go to my Dojo Talk podcast SoundCloud page, um, I had episodes where I reviewed albums. I'm pretty sure this was one of the ones I reviewed. But um, I actually found out about this album via Twitter. Um, somebody I follow on Twitter. I wish I could remember his name. But if you're listening to this episode, you know who you are. You're literally the only person I've ever seen, on, on my timeline at least, post about Kalichi. Um, he had posted a song called Swim. And I listened to that. And then I played the album. And well, it might be technically an EP. I don't know. Some, some of these and some of these projects are EPs on my list. But whatever. I, I lump it all together. It's a project. I don't care. <laughs> but um nah Kalichi that I I listened to that album a lot. Like I played I ran that album into the ground, man. That was a really just really dope and, and honest project. Uh, love the bars, love the, the melodies and everything um that Kalichi did with that album. And it definitely had like a winter feel to it. So the, he he was a new artist, somebody who I'd never heard of before, and he made it all the way up to number seven. So shout out to Kalichi, woke up to winter. Uh, really dope uh, EP slash album. Uh, go give that a listen. Uh, somebody else who snuck in my top 20. Um, LaRange and Solemn Brigham uh, with Marlo. So I know I've known of LaRange as a producer for a long time. So he he's a, a familiar, um, familiar face. And I checked this project out pretty much on the strength of him uh, because he's a great producer, he he definitely has a, a way with beats, and uh, this album was no different. Um, Solemn Brigham, I did not know at all as an MC. This is my very first time hearing of him, um, but these two definitely fit together really really well. 
Like, some of these LaRange beats, I don't even understand how people can flow over them, but, boy, Brigham got it done, man. Like, the the beats on here are, are just crazy. Like, <laughs> LaRange really, really was on one when he made the beats on this album, and, and Brigham was with him every step of the way, uh, MC-wise, so... That that album definitely got a lot of play for me. Just like I said, just, I really, really enjoyed the production and the way Solomon Brigham was able to to ride and and rap over these instruments, these the, the instrumentation, which was just like I said, it was, it was just kind of wild. I, but I really love what they did together. That album got a lot of burn for me. So shout outs to uh, Solomon Brigham. Definitely made a new fan, and I hope these two collab again because they. I think I think these two just need to they uh, I feel like they have a they they work together very well. I could definitely see them doing a part two to this. So shout outs to LaRange and Solomon Brigham. Um Jid with the Caprio two. Um so that this got number twenty on my list. And to be honest, Jid might have he might have gotten I don't know, maybe not top ten. He could have probably slid in to that eleven or twelve spot. But the thing is, I didn't listen to this album until really late in the year. Um, like, when it initially came out, I listened to it, like, once. And then it just kind of sat, sat for a while. Uh, I didn't go back to it. I literally didn't start listening to this album again until very recent, within, like, the last probably about a month or so. And I was like, man, this is... Like, when I really sat down and listened to it, I gave it, like, a thorough listen. I was like, yo, this this project is boy this this joint is fire like and at quick background like my history with jid uh the never story i think that's what his first uh project was called i wasn't like a huge fan to be honest like i thought he was dope but he didn't really stick with me so to speak but the caprio 2 this got yeah off rip very first track with slick talk i was like oh no i'm in i'm all in and it just got better and better and better from there um i've been playing that album pretty consistently but i couldn't put it any higher on the list because i guess like i said i out of all the albums on my list this is literally the one i most recently started listening to so in good conscience i couldn't i couldn't bump it up too many spots because i just literally just started listening to it um so, but, but shout outs to Jid, DiCaprio too, man, that, that, that project is, is fire, like, all the way through, um, No Name with Room 25, I was not sure when, uh, and that's, this got number 16, uh, on my list, I wasn't sure if this album was gonna make my favorite 20, um, I enjoyed it when I listened to it, and if you listen to my review, um, I stated before, like, I wasn't a huge No Name fan, um, like, Telephone was cool for me, um, but like, to be honest, other than Diddy Bop, there's not many other songs on that album I really went back to listen to, like kind of her spoken word delivery kind of, I don't know, like it's not something I find myself wanting to always go back and listen to, um, but Room 25, man, this, I, I was surprised at how much I liked this and how much I actually went back to listen to it, um, I think what set it apart from Telephone for me was the production, like the production on this album is really, really, really good. Um, and I, I think it just complements her style to me a lot better than what was on telephone. So I, I, it was really easy on the ears. And I think 
the production the production was so good that I didn't her delivery didn't really bother me that much like it it fit more um to me in some spaces but and this album had one of my favorite songs of the year uh with Ace with uh Smito and Snot uh and Saba so yeah I was surprised that this was on my on my top 20 top 20 list didn't think it was going to make it but I found myself going back to this a lot more than I thought I would so shout out to No Name, Room 25, definitely a really, really dope album. I think she actually did put out um, a video for Black Exploitation, which was one of my favorite tracks. So you guys should go check that out um, if you haven't, if you are a No Name fan. But uh, No Name, Room 25, that was number 16. Um, other surprises, Fly Anakin and Obliv with Backyard Boogie. I knew who, I knew who Obliv was as a producer, but even as a producer, I never, I didn't listen to him that that much but i i knew of him and i've heard some of his beats uh fly anakin did not know him at all <laughs> um but nah this 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 drink was this drink was nice i i enjoyed this just dope beats and and rhymes but like obliv's production style is so it's kind of like off kilter but it's it's just dope like these two just it just works and yeah, Faceplant and San Bernardino still gets mad replay. <laughs> still jam that at least one time a day. I gotta get that. I gotta sneak that song somewhere in the rotation. Um, but not nah, this. This album was really dope, man. Really, really enjoyed these two. Like I said, just those off kilter beats and just fly Anakin just spitting, and it just it just works. So that this album got a ton of burn. Uh, that slid in at number twelve. Uh, gotta give a shout out to uh, my number 17 album Marcus D Retro 2 the only instrumental project on the list I wanted to fit some other instrumental projects on here because Honora's album um, I think it was called Nobody Knows um, that probably would have been an honorable mention well, I'll just say that is an honorable mention I enjoyed that album too but of all the instrumental projects I listened to Marcus D with Retro 2 it was a no brainer that this was going to make my list um I've championed Mark and D, Marcus D on this project uh, on this podcast before. Great producer can do pretty much any style. Um, retro two continues the theme of Retro one, where he's flipping you know classic NES, SNES, you know all your favorite old school video game beats, and he's flipping them and making them into you know something new, something refreshing. Whether it be uh, a Zelda beat, uh, Mega Man beat, Mario beat, you know whatever your favorite rpg was back in the day one of one of them instrumentals is on here and got flipped into something crazy but uh and love the album art and the whole like rollout he had for this album it was really dope uh, it came in like the super nintendo case and and all of that but they had this this out al that album was just really dope definitely it was a no-brainer like you know just ner nerdcore Hip-hop and nerd culture just met in the middle, and it was just a beautiful thing that happened. <laughs> and it just resulted in some some great instrumentals. So, shout-outs to Marcus D. Um, and the last album uh, I'll mention outside of the top ten, uh, Sir With November, because this is the only R&B album uh, on my project, uh, on my list. I almost forgot that this came out this year. This came out in, I think, January. So, just a testament this came out in January and managed to hold my attention all year. And it, it was one of those albums that, like, when it first came out, I listened to it a lot. As the middle of the year came, it kind of caught the back burner. And then I came back to it, and I was like, oh, man, I forgot how much I enjoyed this. 
I was like, oh, this did come out this year. This was in January. Yeah, I got it. This definitely has to make the list. <laughs> so, shout out to Sir uh, with the album November. Uh, only R and B project on my on my favorite twenty, but that 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 joint was dope. Um, some of these top ten albums. You know what? Let me not do what I did last year and wait all the way to the end to talk about my number one uh, number one album, man. Lupe Fiasco, Drogas Wave. I have not stopped playing this since the day it came out and i just keep listening to it over and over just the the concept of the album the 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 whole slave narrative and slave ships getting overthrown and us going back to africa walking under water chilling with the fish (laughs) to um all of the other themes and ideas he had on the back half of the album with like the um the alan forever and janala forever just so many good ideas and, and concepts just executed so well on this album. On top of, you know, you're going to get the bars. Mural Jr., I listen to that song at least once a day. Um, the, the, uh, was it, the Timbuktu Day. Um, King, King Nas, I've started to listen to a lot more lately. That's, that's been heavy rotation. I just, I, Manila, I listen to this, like I said, I, I listen to this album all the time. Like, all the time. I have not put this album down. It's, it's so much to to digest and unpack with that album. Like, even months later, you know, I'll still find a new line here or there. Or, you know, I'll hear, a, you know, you, you'll hear something in the album like, oh, I didn't pick that up before. So that's what he was talking about. You know, it's just so many gems in that album. It's so dense and there's just there's so much content on that album it's it's crazy but yeah drogas wave and it's kind of wild too because i guess the time my number one and my number two my number two was royce the five nine with book orion book orion was like my consensus number one up until drogas wave came out like i heard book orion i was like oh nobody's topping this like royce is pretty much at his peak this is probably like his most personal album. Um, man, songs like Cocaine and Bablo Boat, Stay Woke. Um, like a, a lot of this album stays on repeat for me. It's another album for me that is still in heavy rotation. And I was like, man, this is Royce at his best. Like this album set, Book of Ryan sat at my number one for, for a long time. But Droga's Wave came in and... It, it, it stole the show, but th- those were easily my consensus, number one and number two. It, it was no question. Um, Def shout-outs to my number three album, Saba with Care For Me. He was another uh, new artist who popped in on my uh, favorite 20. He was somebody who I knew of, but I never listened to Bucket List Project, really. Or no, I listened to, like, a couple songs, but I don't know. I mean, maybe I wasn't in, like, the right mood for it, but it was kind of just one ear out the other. Um, but I gave Care For Me a listen, and yeah, that's an amazing, if there was no Book of Ryan and no Lupe, Care For Me might have been my number one this year. Um, he, he's, he's got some incredible songs on that album, man. Um, Prom King, probably the best storytelling track you'll hear all year. Um, I love Heaven All Around Me, um. Fighter is another really good song. Gray is a really good song. This another album that's like just really personal, really introspective, but great lyrics, 
amazing storytelling ability, um, good production. Just that album really came together really well. Um, so yeah, man, like if there was no Royce or no Lupe, Saba would have probably got my number one spot. Cause that, that joint is, that is a really, it, it floored me. Uh, cause like I said, he, he wasn't somebody who I really anticipated. I was just kind of going in blind. I didn't really know what I was going to get when I cut that album on and off of first listen. I was like, Oh no, this is it. This is the one. So Saba care for me. Got my number three spot. Um, Mick Jenkins, Peace of a Man, number nine. So glad, man, he came back. <laughs> I've been waiting for another Mick Jenkins album for the longest time. And I was so happy this man came back. And I, I didn't know what direction he was going to go into. But, boy, he came back and pin game on fire. Like, <laughs> I reviewed this album so you can get my full thoughts if you just go listen to the review. But, nah, man, Mick Jenkins, Pieces of a Man super introspective really lyrical probably what definitely one of mick jenkins best bodies of work um and even though i i i don't know if i guess you would include me in the minority i really did enjoy the healing component um but i, I know a lot of people didn't enjoy it as much as i did but i, th I think he won a lot of people over with with pieces of a man i i, I saw a lot of people um on the internet, on Twitter, who were not fans of the healing component, who thoroughly enjoyed uh, Pieces of a Man. So I'm, I'm glad to see that, you know, he's winning new fans um, and keeping the old ones around, those who may have thought he wasn't going to come through. But shout-outs to Meg Jenkins, man. That was a really, really good project. Uh, Black Milk with Fever coming in at number five. Dude, dude, Black Milk has just been dope for a very long time. <laughs> he's... He, his progression has been kind of wild to watch. And in in kind of like Odyssey fashion, his M, his skills as a as an MC are getting a lot better. And you're, you're, it's, it's not at the point. Well, I think always because I've listened to him as a producer first that like when I think of Black Milk, I tend to think of his production first. But his lyrical ability is getting better to where it's not like his, his lyrics aren't really like an afterthought. Like now I'm within like his last couple of projects, I found like, oh, I'm I'm actually I'm I'm more paying attention to what he's saying now. Like it's not just about the beats anymore. But nah, black black milk is just dope, man. Fe fever is I, I, I was pretty confident this was going to be in my top five when I first heard it. And it came right in at number five. Um really awesome album black like i said black milk has just been dope forever dude dude is and his his style has just constantly evolved like if you listen to the old his, some of his older projects like uh tronic or album of the year they sound nothing like this man like his his evolution as a as an artist in general has just been kind of wild to watch but black milk fever dope project pusha t came in at number four with daytona the man is the apex of drug rap like all the drake this and all that aside when i want some 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 quality cocaine rap <laughs> this is this is who i'm going to and kanye out of his whole seven track experiment uh only two of those albums that i listened to i enjoyed and ironically those are the two that made my top my, my favorite 20 um but over that production uh it was perfect for push some of his best bars that I've heard from him in his career. Short album, but it just worked. Like, he, he hit it out the park with pretty much every track. So, 
that was no no brainer that was on the on the list um, and I'll, I'll mention the other Kanye produced project uh Kanye West and Kid Cudi Kids See Ghost came in at number eight for me really enjoyed that project way more than I thought I would man like I I, I went into that project I, I wanted it to be good and I haven't liked a Kid Cudi album in a long time and boy oh boy was it refreshing to hear Cudi to me just that's this is the best Cuddy I've heard in a long time. He he sounded at home over these beats and the production on this album was insane. Um it, I reviewed this album also. You can go listen to my, my my full thoughts. But production on this album was super on point from from Kanye. Kit Cuddy sounded the most comfortable and just the best he sounded just it was really refreshing to hear. Cuddy sound like Cuddy, and even Ye, even Ye's bars on this album were were, were pretty good, because I did not like uh, Kanye's uh, solo album this year, I, you know, we ain't gonna get into that, but, <laughs> but nah, like, Ye sounded good on this, Cuddy sounded great on this, production on here was, was A1, I still listen to this project, I actually just bought a physical of this yesterday, um, so I, so I could have that in my, in my collection, but, Nah, man, uh, Kanye and Cuddy with Kids He Ghost, excellent project. Um, man, uh, who else can I give a shout-out to? Been rambling for a little bit. Uh, my number 15 project, Flatbush Zombies, Vacation in Hell. Um, this is my first time, like, fully listening to a Flatbush Zombies project. I've, I've heard other songs from them, and I didn't... Some of their other, other projects I didn't like, like, in totality, like I would like a song or two, but whole projects I didn't really enjoy, but I really, Vacation in Hell, I definitely like, man, this, this is really dope, um, I love the energy that Michi Darko has on every track he's on, um, to be honest, I don't know the other two group members' names, <laughs> it's probably a wee bit disrespectful, but, um, nah, man, Vacation in Hell, Flatbush Zombies, really enjoyed that project, so shout out to them, um, number 19, man, The Off Days with Coupleskate, uh, so The Off Days, is uh, I'm doing this off the top of my head. Shiesty Christ, um, Natty, and um, and Deacon the Villain uh, from Cunning Linguist. Um, dudes came together and just made. Of all the albums on my list, like I said, it wasn't my favorite album. It came in at number nineteen, but this might be the one that like is the most. What's the word? Like fun to listen to. Like this album is just a good time. Like. <laughs> It's skating ring music, but it just it's it puts you in such a good mood. You're you're in such a good space when you listen to this album, and I I played this over and over. It's just a really nice feel good. It's just, it's just perfect feel good music, like and I I just love it for that. Like this album isn't trying to do anything crazy. It's not outside of itself. They knew what they wanted to do when they made this album. Like I think they just wanted to come together and just make some really fun music. And they went in and they just made some really fun music. And as a result, this is what we got. And it was just, it was awesome. It was just really, really good, fun, skating ring, melodic, just in, enjoyable music to listen to. So go give that a listen. Um, I'm scrolling through my list. I think I talked about almost every album. Well, I might as well just finish out. <laughs> um, my number 10 album, Black Thought, Streams of Thought, Volume 2. To be honest, I wanted to put Streams of Thought, Volume 1, but I told myself, I'm not going to put volume one and two um, <laughs> on both. I w wasn't going to put both projects on my list because I felt like it wouldn't be fair. 
even though to be honest streams of thought volume one probably could have knocked off an album on this list um but i enjoyed volume two a little more than volume one so i, I gave i gave two the nod to make it on the list um, i think i enjoyed this on i think i enjoyed this more than volume one because i felt like on this project he it wasn't just bars like i felt like he had a lot more to say and i really love this alarm room production on this album it definitely it just it just worked it was so much just soul and like feeling in this album um that i enjoyed and you know black thought going black thought like you, you know the bars are he, he's he's never he's never short of, of genius bars so just from the bars to the production and the, the content with what he was saying this it's black thought like i don't, I don't know what else to say <laughs> um and I, I'll say this again. I just I hope the next project, man, give me a good like thirteen songs, man. Let's, let me get a good, <laughs> get a good thirteen, fourteen songs. But nah, man, Streams of Thought Volume Two, man, that's an amazing project. Like I said, Volume One would have made the list, but I, I enjoyed Two a little more, so I gave Two the nod. Um. Uh, number eighteen, Freddie Gibbs, Currency and Alchemist with Fetty, real really quick project i think this joint was only like nine tracks or something like that but boy oh boy that alchemist production i reviewed this album also and you can just get my full thoughts if you want to hear it on the review but this alchemist production is some of the best i've heard excuse me from him all year these three just really came together and put out a quick ep i think they recorded over like the course of two weeks but and it was just it was a fire like i i i love this and like I, i've said this in my review i'm not really huge fans of freddie gibbs or currency but over alchemist beat and man I, i'll give you a listen like if, you, if you're over alchemist beat I, I i will give you a shot and it worked it just it just worked um this is another album that kind of surprised me didn't think i would enjoy it as much as i did but i found myself going back to that a lot um so shout outs to Freddie Gibbs, Currency, and Alchemist uh, for Fetty. And I think the last album on my list that I did not mention. Um, I know it's two albums. I did not talk about number six, uh, Fonte, No News is Good News. Just really quality grown man rap. That's, that's just what that album is. It's just great grown man rap. It was good to just hear Fonte deliver some bars again. You know, I, I love the foreign exchange albums. They're all they're all good. Shout out to Nicolay. He put out a project this year called Glaciers, which is also a really really dope um, instrumental project. You guys should check out. But it was good to just hear Fonte back on the bars, man. So no news is good news. Awesome album. And the last album um, that I did not mention on my list, uh, which came in at number eleven, uh, Hermit in the Recluse, which is Kai and Animos uh, with Orpheus versus the Sirens. Um, I reviewed this album also. Really great listen, man. Just Kai with a genius pen, like drawing the parallels of Greek mythology and like relating it to just like regular life, street life, kind of everyday problems and his experience. It, it was just really dope how he tied those two worlds together. And there are other artists who rap like him who have that kind of like monotone style and Sometimes it doesn't always work, but for Kai, for me, it just, I can listen to it and not get tired of it. And dude is a really great writer, man. Pen, his, his pen 
is extremely sharp and they continued on this project and animos did a amazing job also of giving him those, those perfect kind of like cod beats that i think we would you know typically hear him over but like i said i just i really enjoyed how they tied the whole greek mythology theme into this album it it all came together really well and i, I definitely revisited that album a ton so that was uh hermit and the recluse uh, with Orpheus versus the Sirens was my number 11. So I think pretty much at this point I might be missing an album or two. But I think I talked about pretty much every album on my list in some capacity. So that was it man. Those are my favorite albums of 2018. Uh, I hope in 2019 we can slow it down man. It was a little hard <laughs> to keep up with all of these. There are some albums that I still didn't. The Jam List, The Squad 2, man, I wanted to sit with that a little more because I, I listened to it like once and I, I really enjoyed it. But like I, I got to go back. and There are a lot of albums I just got to go back and take some uh, time to really listen to. Um, but I, I'll keep reviewing albums even if they're from 2018 because I just review albums as I find them and enjoy them. So I don't really care about how old or recent uh, the album is. If it's, if it's dope, it's dope. If I like it enough to talk about it, then I'll review it. Um, but yeah, there are a lot of albums I, I got to go back and just kind of sit down with. But these are my favorite 20 albums of 2018. Shout out to Lupe Fiasco, Drogas Wave for hitting my number one spot this year. 2019, I'm sure it's going to be crazy. Hopefully we can space these albums out a little more. Because boy, we it was rapid fire all over the place <laughs> with albums this year. Just every week, you know, five people dropping projects. It was a lot to keep up with. But in the end man we got a lot of dope music so th there were so many quality projects this year so if you think hip-hop is in a bad place or music in general is in a bad place you're just not looking hard enough because there were a ton of albums that dropped this year listen to the all the albums that i have in my top 20 as well as my honorable mentions and go check out other people's top 20 man i, I always enjoy seeing other people's lists because um, i always find albums that either i missed or projects that I kind of forgot came out that I'll go back and listen to um, and it's a good way for me to discover new music so you know if you got a, a favorite you know 20 albums of the year or favorite 10 or 5 or whatever you got you know drop them in the comments share them with me let me know uh, what albums that uh, maybe I didn't have in my favorite 20 that you had in yours that you think I should check out um, I'm, I'm always down to, to swap musical uh, taste and ideas you know I'm, I'm always looking for something new to listen to so you know, give my, my, my 20 albums a, a listen, if you haven't, I know that's a lot, but, <laughs> you know, give, give some of these a peek, check out the honorable mentions, and go, go look at other people's lists, man, there's a lot of good music out there that you might have missed out on, so, you know, normally around this time of the year is when everybody starts gearing up their favorite 20, 25, or how many ever they do, so, you know, go, go give them a listen, man, there's a lot of good music out there, and do not deprive yourself of a good musical experience that you could potentially be missing out on. But I'm your host, Serial Sensei. This has been another episode of the Sounds Like Fun podcast, my favorite albums of 2018. Um, if I don't hear back from you guys, uh, or if you don't hear from me uh, soon, I'll just say Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's. Hope you guys have a good holiday, man. Be safe. Be kind all that good stuff, go see Into the Spider-Verse, because it's fire, and I said so, but this has been another episode of the Sounds Like Fun Podcast, I'm your host, Serial Sensei, and until next time, I will catch you guys later.